Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What you want to read on holiday, like, with absorption. It's a navy blazer. Yeah. But it's so much more. No, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the recipe. That sounds so good. And I would say, yes, I did know pretty um, quickly. I knew you were going to say that. That's amazing. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sheerlux Team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Becky Hull, Lou Half, and Tor West. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. How's everyone feeling? Good. Festive? Yeah, festive. I am starting to feel festive. Are actually. you? Yeah, I am. What's your secret to feeling festive? Well, I don't know. I, I think it's just a feeling, a vibe. isn't it? But I tend to get very festive at the beginning of December, and then mm. annoyingly, it always fades by Christmas Day, which is actually not. I've got a secret to feeling festive, which is Jamie and Amanda on Heart in the morning. They are the jolliest pair. I do have them on as well. I I, I also do like magic at Christmas because it's just all Christmas. Yeah, but I quite like all the gimmicky chat around, like festive related chat. I need that as well as just the songs. Have you all got your trees up? Yes. Yes. I think that is the best thing about feeling festive. I I was working from home yesterday afternoon, working in front of a Christmas tree (laughs) full of lights. Brought me so much joy. So nice. Yeah, so nice. Yours is up? Oh, it's up. Yeah. What did you go for in the end? It's a Christmas tree. <laughs> How big did you have to go? It's uh, eight foot. Oh, nice. It's quite big, but it smells so good. Yeah, so, so good. good. I just don't want to kill it now. Apparently, they can take two to three pints of water a day. Oh, my God. Shit, I don't think I've even put any water in my And I know. It's like, oh, that's why it died last year because I didn't water it once. Mm. And don't have it near a radiator, apparently. Yeah. Luckily, our lounge is basically like being in the outside. Perfect. So it's fine. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Give it some Keep water now and then. What else? It's a Christmas party tomorrow. We were just talking about what we're wearing. Becky, you've got a suit lined up. I have. A bit different for me. I just, I always love the idea of a suit, but because I'm about five foot, they never fit. So I've had it properly taken up and adjusted. Um, it's a velvet blue suit i'm sure everyone's probably seen it actually from zara um and tor actually you kind of persuaded me to get it because tor was like oh you'll definitely wear them as two separate pieces again so yeah tor the fashion it. influencer <laughs> <laughs> sorry tor over there swayed me our work here is done <laughs> so um yeah i'm looking forward to wearing it just because it's comfy as well yeah to be honest yeah with heaven you. comfy mm. and warm a velvet suit is basically a juicy tracksuit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to know you're in a jacksuit. Yeah. My mum actually a also just bought a velvet suit. She got hers. She got one originally from M&S and then she got it from Mango. And she also is tiny, tiny and had to have the trousers taken up. But I think really excited to wear it. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I do feel that. like having something taken up and adjusted to you just makes you so, I don't know. It yeah. just feels right. It just yeah. feels like you're ready to feels wear like it. feels like you're getting made to measure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm good to go. Lou, you got two options? Yeah, I've got two options. Either the sparkly trousers that I wore to the Clarence event which are so amazing they're from mint velvet or that now feels like the less exciting version <laughs> but I also suddenly had the thought about wearing the dress I was meant to wear to my hen party oh. um which has been gathering dust under my bed for two years have you guys seen this dress no. yeah what color is it's it? insane it's like the sparkliest shortest like should be in girls allowed's wardrobe repertoire um it's really fun when george and i did our harvey nichols party try on behind the scenes special a few years ago i found it then and then it went on like mega sale and i was like oh my god i need it but sadly i've never had an occasion to wear it oh maybe tomorrow then so, yeah, I do it why 
not, but it's, it. it's very peacocky. I'm not sure. Also, rumor has it just amongst the four of us that it's ending at 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting a tan tonight. A power hour. So, oh, yeah. dress. Oh, I'm getting a tan tonight. I've never needed to look at the color of my hands. I never let anyone see my real hand color because it never matches my face apart from on spray tan day. And I mean, look at the difference. Like that is not okay. Um, Tor, what are you wearing to the Christmas party? I actually, when you said about mint velvet, I forgot I actually bought some sequin leggings from mint velvet in the Black Friday sale, but I haven't really got the right top to go with them. So I don't think I'll be wearing them. But I have a gold pleated like midi skirt I got in the whistle sale about two years ago and I literally pull it out every Christmas and it just never fails to it's so good having pieces like that yeah I, I and every Christmas I'm like oh my god it's, it still feels really like current and yeah. really nice and I got some boots that I forgot I had from like ankle boots that I'm gonna wear that I never wear and actually some earrings that Polly featured from Ooh. River Island the starry ones Ooh. which is her really nice feature of the day I was like oh, I'm influenced by Polly so. River Island has some really good jazzy yeah really actually. good yeah. they're like 14 pounds and just yeah fun little festive piece I think that's the best thing about like smart or like party pieces that you love because I feel like when you have an everyday piece that you wear all the time that you love you wear it every day and you start to fall out of love with it Mm. whereas when you have these special items they're reserved for those occasions Mm. so they still maintain their Specialness, specialness. Yeah, and you and begin to associate them with feeling like yeah, happy and fun. I'm excited and... to put them on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The only pieces I have like that are pieces that I bought. I've got a velvet blazer and a pair of sparkly leggings that I bought. I might have said this in the podcast before, but I bought for the Christmas party in 2016. And then I wore them at the Christmas party in 2019. So like, I need to get some new ones because I can't just keep wearing the same yeah. outfit. Yeah. I've been wearing well, it since I was 25. It's time well, to upgrade a bit. Well, if it, if it ain't broke, it, it ain't broke, but it would be nice to put on to judge it up. Yeah, yeah, I could literally do a flip book of myself at the Christmas party for the ages and it's the same outfit. <laughs> so, what do you think you're wearing? I don't know. What, no, so I've, I've, um, I've got something on the way a velvet, it's probably a dressing gown, but I'm going to go with robe. And that's perfect, but I don't know if it's going to arrive in time. So, if not, I've got those blue PVC rotate trousers. They were in my wardrobe. Oh, yeah, and I actually haven't worn them yet. So, I think I'll wear those with just some heels. A white t-shirt and a blazer. It's just not very festive. That's all. But if I borrow your belt, yeah, thanks. And then Lou's got one of those like like Diamante yeah. belts, and I've got some jazzy earrings too. Yeah, I feel nice. like that's, that'll suffice. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think jazzy accessories can really mm. yeah, turn a look around. What else has everyone been doing? I have been watching some shitty Netflix Christmas films. Oh my god, what have you watched? I tried A Castle for Christmas. Oh, I tried watching that. I could, I, really, I stopped 20 I, minutes in. I, I think I got After about, she did the tour of the house, I was like, I can't. And after the tour of the house, yeah. she went into the secret room and I was like, fuck this, I'm done. Sorry. So, this is Brooke Shields has made a Christmas film. I mean, it's it's probably the worst yet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually really up for a shit Christmas film, but like, there's, a, there's shit and then there's like just absolutely yes, and it, yeah, And like, it didn't make horrendous. me feel festive in the first five minutes. So I was no. Then, what was that brilliant Christmas film that we watched last year with... Kristen Stewart. Oh, I love that one. And um, Dan Levy. Safari. Last Christmas. No. No, that was really bad with Emma Thompson. Sorry. Yeah, that's really that's, bad. That was so bad. The Sixth Sense really one. Bad. Yeah. So bad. That's really bad. Sorry, spoiler. Any of these. Sorry. Just really quickly. This is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen Last Christmas, but I don't think it's like the worst film to ruin. It, he's dead. Like it literally is the Sixth Sense. Yeah. Like, that is the end of the film. It's like, oh, she imagined him all along. What? That Did she so imagine stupid. him all along? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's really not a good yeah, film. It's really it's not bad. Great, yeah, it's really bad. You're right. The one with Kristen Stewart. Yeah, what is that called? The lesbian couple and yeah. she's not out to her family. 
you've not seen it it's no. really it's really I've good oh my god oh. guys it's really good I'm anyway. also in the market for new Christmas films because there is only so many you can rewatch. Really watch no, things you, say, you say that thousands. you say that but yeah. Love Actually Love Actually never just... gets old you know last, last, like, last Christmas holiday. yeah I I've, am too oh <gasps> no I, I watched I did the holiday this week it is just it was on TV it was on TV on the other day on Friday yeah it was wasn't it yeah I mean I did watch it but yeah it's really good but I think it does it's got like a time I don't know was Love Actually I could have watched it again Love Actually and again and again and again yeah. you know what love I actually I put love actually on last week and it's just it's so long yeah it's quite I love long. it obviously it's love actually but it was a bit like oh god they're still not even no, here no, for no, you no 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 <laughs> I'm legit obsessed happiest season was oh, the one I never heard Ooh, of that that's an odd name for it and what's yeah. it about Sorry. Howard Dan Levy it's about a lesbian couple and one goes home with the other one for Christmas but only to discover that she's not out to her family and she has to pretend to be her friend so it's like a really heartwarming story about family relationships and coming out and mm, it's, it's really it's a really good Christmas film isn't it yeah, it's really lots of good. funny family dynamics yeah. isn't it Love to know. Mm, that sounds really good. Yeah. Also, if anyone finds the Family Stone on on streaming, okay. no. Yeah, okay. my favorite. So Lou, Lou has loved. So the hard to find. Again, I've not. Yeah, seen because this. it's no, awful. No, it's, no, not. it's not. No, it's not. Oh my! Yeah. I'm sorry. I really put family my foot down. Stone. Agreed. Family it's, Stone. I feel like Becky, you'll be really into it. Becky, well, look, I've not. Seen yeah, you know why Becky will be into it because it is dark as fuck. That is dark, why Becky will not, like it. Why is it dark? It is. I've tried it so many times because I know you love it. Yeah. It is the most miserable film no, ever. No, it's not. It's just It's just she went for the wrong guy and then she found the one she liked. But they're so mean to her. She's really misunderstood. So hey, oh, okay, wait, hang on. Hang on. We, should, we should give this a bit of context. So, I was going to say, can someone explain what the hell? It's an amazing cast. The cast is, it is like, an amazing incredible, cast. Becky. It will blow your mind. I'm, Diane, I'm not sure it will blow your mind. <laughs> it's no don't look up. No, but what a cast. I mean, I can yeah. see Rachel McAdams is in it. Right, so Sarah Jessica Parker is the girlfriend of Dermot What's-His-Face. Is that not Dermot yeah, Dermot. Yeah. it? I know, the guy from my best, my best friend's wedding. And she goes back to see his family for Christmas, but she's quite uptight and his family are like very chilled and relaxed. Quite, yeah. quite a boho family. Yeah. They smoke okay. pot and like. Diane Keaton plays the mum. And it's about how she doesn't really fit in. But then there's this like weird wife swap situation. Anyway, there's just these excruciating moments and then people are ill and then people. It's so unrealistic and it's so. Horrible and I hate it. I must Sorry, admit, it it's my worst film. Festive. No, it. Charlotte has described it in a really neggy light. <laughs> Agreed. It's, We've got a bit of 50-50 it's, it's a really lovely family Christmas film, and I felt warm and fuzzy after watching it, which is what you should feel after watching Christmas film. God, what a divide! It's yeah. really, honestly, I every year I love it. And it makes you feel like choked inside, yeah. and the final scene is so emotional. Yeah. You yeah, watch it's Becky sad. and yeah. come back to it. It's sad, but also happy because they're all there's quite this dysfunctional family, and I think that's quite representative of life, like. Not every Christmas film should be like, you know, Happy Goes Larry. Disagree. Like, anyway, <laughs> anyway, give it a go, Becky. Just, I'm absolutely loving how different the opinions are. Okay. The other one I watched last night is called Love Hard with Nina Dobrev. Oh, yeah, Have you seen this? No, but I've been recommended it. This is a whole other level. It's not as bad is as it, a castle it, for Christmas. Is it a series? No, it's a film. It's a film. And basically a girl... Have any of you watched Never Have I Ever? No. It's a really hot guy in it. So basically, Nina Dobrev plays this girl who has a dating column and get like documents all her terrible dates and then meets this guy on Tinder. She lives in LA. He lives like in like, upstate New York. And they, they meet on an app. They get on really well. And then her editor is like, okay, you have to go and surprise him for a good story. And she's like, okay, screw it. Like, it's amazing. And she goes to stay with him and all is not what it seems. And I watched the first 20 minutes and then I was like, basically, there's kind of a few guys and they're like, 
mm, who's she going to end up with? So I actually just fast forwarded and watched the last five minutes. Oh. I didn't really care what happened in between. I just wanted to know who she picked. Okay. Just uh, wanted to know. Ha- mm, so not the best film then. It was it was awful. Oh, okay, awful. fine. But like crap. But like enjoyable, awful. Okay, okay. So enjoyable that you fast forward half the film. Yeah. <laughs> just for those special five minutes. <laughs> Finally, the princess switch. You into that? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. There's yeah. the third one of that is out. On Netflix? Oh, on Netflix. I haven't even heard of any of these. No. Princess Switch is the um, Vanessa Hudgens Christmas film. Oh, you must watch the first. Oh, I've switched <laughs> you must. already. But the third is... Yeah, you've got to be... You're really into it or you're not, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. It's, but it's very festive. Is it musical or no? No. Okay. It's um, no. it's like the Princess Diaries on like Christmas acid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A Sunday special, we yeah. think. Yeah, like, <laughs> quite. <laughs> um, the other film that gets me every Christmas is Polar Express. I watched that. Oh, at the weekend. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's really good. A lot of noise in it, though. I really like. Yeah, it. I we, like. I like the animation. I yeah, think it's really the animation is incredible. We had it on when we were doing the tree, and I, I actually was so noisy. But then I do think animations are just like that. Aren't yeah, they? and they're yeah. on a train. Yeah, so. they are on a train. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, clearly, I was yeah, it's feeling it's, it's, it's very festive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, actually. it's lovely. I did watch a good one at the weekend, actually. It's called A Boy Called Christmas. Oh, that's the new Sky one. I'd really like yeah, to see that. Yeah, and it's good. based on the book by Matt Haig, and it was really heartwarming. It's got, like, a touch of sadness, but it's not miserable by any stretch, and it's all about a boy called Nicholas and his very hot father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who, that's a key, key narrative arc, is it? Who goes to... Um, he basically... Basically, are quite a poor family, and his father goes off to work to help them bring him money. And anyway, he goes on a journey to find his father to a town called Elfhelm. And it is just pure... Is it, it's not a cartoon. Festivities. No, it's not a cartoon, but it's like... It's just really festive and cosy and something oh, that, that you can, good. you know, watch and really get into. And Maggie Smith is the narrator, so she narrates Legend. the story. Um, and it kind of just comes down to what Christmas should be about, which is kind of looking out for others and being kind and thoughtful. And mm. But with all those festive feels of, you know, that kind of, like the Grinch where they go to that village and it's so pure fun. It's like that. Mm. So, God, I love yeah. the Grinch. It's really nice yeah. to watch at weekends. It's cosy. Oh, that sounds good. My favourite is Elf. Yeah, I hate elves. I've never seen you. I know. Do you like I'm really contra. I, I'm not a Will Ferrell. Yeah, fan, and I think that's what same. it comes down to. Yeah, no, same. Because all afraid. my friends are obsessed with Elf. I it's, just cannot get. It is my favorite Christmas film. Yeah, I absolutely it's love it. It's funny, isn't it? How that's yeah. again a divider. I think it's well, yeah, It's like we say we have these like favorite Christmas films. It's like what you've kind of not grown up with, but also like yeah. what you associate in your head with Tasty. Christmas and yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, and that you know that that do it for you. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Mine's Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah, that's great. A classic. Brian in that case. However, mm. I'm sorry, obviously it is a Christmas film, but isn't like to me, it's sort of a Thanksgiving film mm. but about Father Christmas. No, I think it's definitely Christmas a Christmas film. film. The holidays. It just it just starts with that. I am like four years late, but I finally got into Schitt's Creek. And last night we watched the end of season four, which is the one where they have the Christmas party. Oh, it's quite a sad one. Like like a reflective it, it was, one, it, isn't yeah, it? It was yeah. like a, a different tone, I think, actually, to the rest of mm-hmm. it. But I have like completely fallen in love with all of them. Yeah. And like can't stop thinking about them at night. I love that feeling. You haven't got to cabaret yet then. No. Right. Oh my God. That is 
the best like the best couple of episodes yeah yeah and i know i've only got two seasons left and i just don't want it to end and are they gonna do another one though maybe i don't no, think, I think so. they're quite no, like it was a perfect it. little thing and right leave it, yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe i'll get into that some oh my god becky it's sick it's probably too jolly for you but it's so good <laughs> yeah it's so it good becky have you, have you tried this is us i haven't seen that it's, it's on amazon though isn't yeah. it i don't have amazon oh do you not i know i need but I, it's been recommended to me so many times so i feel like I I you just love it it's seven pounds a month i think you can I think maybe I, could, maybe I could stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Put it on your Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the other less jolly thing that I watched last night was Succession. I haven't watched this week yet. Okay. No spoilers, please. So I have not actually really enjoyed this season. I really liked the first two. For me, this one has just been really slow. I agree. I just feel like they're going over the same things over and over again. I don't understand a lot of the things they're talking about. And I've just like found myself being mm. feeling quite bored. Mm. And then last night, again, the first half an hour, snooze, snooze, snooze. And then the second half, holy shit. Really? Yeah. This is why I messaged Charlotte last night being like, have you watched Succession? I didn't it? see so it about about Anyway, let's discuss <laughs> okay. when you have watched it. Watch it. But the writing in it is phenomenal. Whoever write Tom Wanscans, I mean, he's epic. He is. He's 100% my favorite character. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't really. I didn't, better I didn't like it. No, 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 I'm not joking. I, gave, I tried season one like nine times. Yeah. And Ben kept saying, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. Just keep going. Like to end of season one and then particularly season two. Will maybe, yeah. Really maybe I'll try again over Christmas when I have a bit more time yeah. how many seasons mm. are there this is we're only on the third yeah okay okay yeah. Cool. It's amazing. Just the the writing, I'm I'm just like in awe of yeah. like people who come out of that. It's just it, yeah, it's amazing. It's so clever. Interesting. Just one more thing to recommend. I stumbled across a documentary series on Sky called The Movies. It's basically charts the history of film fr- throughout the entire 20th century and through into the 21st century. There's 11 separate episodes to the documentary i didn't go back particularly far i started in the 90s they've got the most unbelievable talking heads in this documentary so they kind of divide it up into themes based on the decade so it might be like you know one episode you know they might kind of do 20 minutes on a certain genre and then it might be 20 minutes on like big name stars and and you know kind of the trends that were happening in film in those years but i mean Everyone is a talk. I mean, Julia Roberts, literally every Matthew McConaughey, everybody, every major movie star is a talking head in this documentary. Every, you know, Steven Spielberg, like Ridley Scott, everybody. And it's called what? Sorry, it's called The Movies. Okay. And I could quite happily just watch eleven episodes on the nineties and the noughties because obviously mm. that's our generation. Mm. They kind of skim the surface a little bit, and you wish they'd go a bit deeper. But they touch on so many films that you kind of have either forgotten about or haven't seen for years, or kind of you know stir something in you, or that you haven't seen but you remember the Oscar buzz around it. And it's just a really you know, they talk a bit about the trends that were going on as well with like award shows and kind of the socio political climates that influence these things and stuff. But it's not kind of deep and heavy it's quite a kind of fun jolly skim through all the movies of those decades and it's just a really enjoyable kind of retrospective on film what channel is that on so it's on sky documentaries oh. i don't know if you can get it elsewhere but it's called it. the movies and it's that sounds really so good it does they've got an, they've, they've obviously made a series of that they've obviously made a couple of their own series because there's another one called i think it's just called the late show and again it charts the entire history of the late late show on mm. American TV and like where late night television came from. I'm not that interested in the beginning era, but when you get towards the end and they start talking about Jay Leno and kind of, you know, how it evolved into being the kind of James Corden, Jimmy Fallon type thing, it's also super interesting. So I recommend that as well. Mm, Good to know. Should we answer some questions? They're all very winter, Christmas, New Year themed, I'm afraid. Um, Let's do it. Somebody, okay, we'll start with an easy one. Um, Favorite Christmas song, Sarah Hewitt has asked. Becky. Oh. Gets you in the mood. Oh. 
Oh my god, I think it's Shaking Stevens' Merry Christmas, everyone. That is probably my favourite every time it comes on. Which one is that? Merry Christmas, that one. Yeah, I absolutely love that. It just always, it's not even necessarily my favourite, but when it comes on, it's like, that's the one that immediately makes me feel. It's the little doo doo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the tune. Yes. Lou? It's really hard to pick. I love driving home for Christmas because there's like nostalgia, memories of me and my brother coming back from London in his little polo breaking down on the m4 i love jingle bell rock i used to have it as as my ringtone and you remember when you could have songs as ringtones i used to have the east have the antiques road show as my ringtone that that also is my dad's ringtone still (laughs) you remember when you have to type them out you could download yeah polyphonic you could download the code oh my god and you 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 make it yeah Yeah, it would be like bba (laughs) i remember i was doing a job and i was like in a fitting and like there were like lots of buyers in the room and then my phone went off and it was the Antiques Roadshow theme tune and I was dying and, and luckily they all thought it was like the coolest thing ever so I was totally fine <laughs> anyway Jingle Bell Rock they, um, <laughs> um, and I actually really like the new Elton John and Ed Sheeran song mm. excellent tune yeah very mm. good really fun there. really catchy yeah. oh actually I really like as well <laughs> one sorry. song sorry, sorry, one sorry, sorry. song um, so they're all in my head is the Coldplay. Oh. Hang on. Oh no. Not Christmas lights. You like that's, a miserable themed Christmas That's something. really bad that's Christmas lights. That's my least favourite Christmas Yeah, same, same, same. <laughs> well, for me, yeah, Chris Rio driving home for Christmas is definitely up yeah. there. Um, I also love Band-Aid. It's a classic. Yeah. 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 It is a like, classic. And, and it was a few, I think the year before COVID, they did like one with the nurses. They did it and that was oh, Christmas yeah. one. And that was very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they it. do remake that yeah, it's most good. years. Don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Charlotte and I were saying in the car yesterday that like there's a certain beat and like bop to a Christmas song that isn't like any other. Yeah. yeah it's got yeah. like a unique. That's why, um, you know, that little mix song, Shalalala. Like that wasn't a Christmas song, but it's been made a Christmas song because it had Which like. One? Um, yeah, I know the one. He you don't mean. love you like you. Oh my God. That's not, a, that's not a Christmas song. Yeah, but it is. Because it, because it wasn't. Like E17 is staying on the yeah, day. Stay on day. <laughs> that's not about no. Christmas, but it's a Christmas song. It's just, no, no, no. Really? But the music video is. In yeah, the white, the snow. Oh, well, that's why. Yeah. That's but why. theirs is the tune. That's a good song, but actually. But this will make... So- which one? E7. Stay another day. Yeah. Stay, Stay now, baby. Yeah. That's sorry. That's a slow one. Giving me again, beef not my, about my wait, 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 Hang on, hang on. I have no issues with a slow Christmas because okay. "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" is oh, one of my yeah, favorites, and Sam Smith's version is incredible. Oh yeah, I have. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, Sunday, yeah. love it. Did you guys watch that Sam Smith sessions? I feel like it was maybe this time last year. No, um, it was on Abbey Road. He did like a, it's like a studio performance of his latest. Oh no, it's really good. Oh, I've seen him live before. He's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. My favorite Christmas song is Baby It's Cold Outside. I love it. Yeah. You know, there is an Adina Menzel and Michael Bublé version as well, which is really, it's oh. a lot of fun. I know everyone loves Bublé at Christmas, but I'm over it. Every time he comes on, it annoys me. Oh. I just prefer the classics. Yeah. You can't beat Slade. Oh, it's and I was listening to that on the way. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate that one. Do you? No, yeah. I love that Too one. Too rackety. Same, same. That, that is like actually, proper British Christmas. That is like if you're yeah. at a party, you're all like, you know. What about the Pogues? Do you like the Pogues? No, I, no, I really hate dislike that. that. Oh, really? Okay. No. Yeah, and like, like when you go on a, like a Christmas night out and they play the Pogues, I'm like, it's time to go home. Yeah. 
the um i actually made a set I, so i've obviously got a christmas playlist but then it occurred to me that my it has every it's got the kind of loud like yeah. christmas songs as well as the like chilled so i mm. made a separate chilled christmas playlist yeah really nice which, which, I, which i'm really enjoying actually, really nice and actually it. i'm quite a grandma and i often listen to like classical like christmas carols mm. yes exactly oh my god so nice so relaxing so nice yeah go to dessert to eat on christmas day what is your family's what do you do do you do christmas puss Okay. Yeah, but I don't like Christmas put. Mm. So I am in the minority. I would always go for something like really rich and decadent, like sticky toffee pudding mm. or like a, cho- you know, like chocolate Cho- bombs chocolate or something. Like, yeah, mm. basically chocolate chocolate any, bombs. Just chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Mm. Anything like thick and mm. sticky. Great. Thick and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like a Christmas pudding. Sticky toffee would be my number one. We actually had this chat on the family WhatsApp mm. group the other day and sticky toffee won. But normally we do something called apple betty, which I feel like I spoke about, about on here before, yeah. um, which is basically like apple crumble. But with the crumble topping, you also, it's like breadcrumbs and then you put big chunks of chocolate and then maple syrup on it. So it goes really crispy Ooh, and then so the horrible. chocolate bits are really delicious. Chunky, really good. Really, really good. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. Cool. I go to Christmas pudding, and I absolutely love it. Mm. Oh my god! Do you do just the pudding? Yeah, I think we do mince pies as well, but most of us love. Mm. And my dad do you put a pound in it? No, <laughs> no. And then I, and then Boxing Day, I with the leftover stuff, I always make Nigellas. They're called like Christmas bonbons, and you melt dark chocolate, and then you crumble up the leftover cold Christmas pudding with with the dark chocolate and a bit of sherry, and you roll them into little balls. And then they like they look like energy balls, um, and then you get, but they don't taste like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> and then you melt white chocolate, and then you put a bit of that on, and you get some glacé cherries, red and green, and you make it look like a little Christmas pudding. It's I mean, sweet. they sound really rich, but amazing. They're, but they're mini, yeah, and like with a little coffee, they're all like a little pudding treat. I Ooh, love that. That's yeah, a great really good. Yeah, it's really it. I think they're called like Christmas bonbons. Yeah. What do you really pudding? Uh, we're the same. We do a Christmas pudding mm. and probably some mince pies, and then yeah, and then, I, I and do then love cheese pie. and the rest. But oh yeah, cheese. Yeah. I don't need like a big heavy dessert after. Yeah. Dessert is so f- so do- low down my list of Christmas Day priorities. Same, same. Mm. It's all about the savoury. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. What do you guys eat on Christmas Eve? Actually, you go out, don't you? We all every yeah. year we always go out. I don't know when that became a thing actually, but it's just quite a nice time because Christmas Day everything's so manic. It's the one time we actually just you know switch off when you're not in the kitchen for hours on mm. end. So yeah, we've always always gone out, but we do have big drinks in the evening. Fun most years, yeah. yeah which I always look forward to, actually. It's probably my favourite bit. <laughs> Big drinks is in, like, other people join you. Yeah. Oh, and, fun. like, we'll do, you know, cocktails. Yeah. Not not so that you get, like, shit-faced, but just to kind of bring them... Be merry. Bring the morning Semi-shit in. shit-faced. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, like, a bit yeah, shit-faced. Just a little bit shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on Christmas Eve? Yeah, we used to always go out as well. We used to go back to my school carol service nice. on Christmas Eve. And it like way, way, way back when it was always quite fun because like you'd like still know the teachers or we'd still recognize some of the people. And then it was like, God, we left like 15 years ago. We know nobody anymore. <laughs> but it's a really lovely like Chris Dingle service. So we, yeah, we've always done that and then gone for drinks with at the pub with friends. So like mm. a meal at home has never really been a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always been, yeah, going out and We're drinking. Saying. What are you talking well, I'm lucky in that my in-laws live like literally 20 minutes down the road. So we've always done kind of either or. So we either do like Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then Boxing Day and then alternate. And wherever we are Christmas Eve, we always try and do something that's really like non-Christmassy. Last year, I made a paella, which was really nice. nice. And then always, if something fishy is always quite nice, like a fish pie. Yeah. Or like one year, my parents did like an amazing like kind of fish 
like just platter of like amazing yummy things it was really nice i think something just completely like non-roast related well that's it that's it that's well, we're doing sushi this year which yeah so, so like no that's so weird, nice but I, it love is, that. I think because the next day you're going so heavy it's quite yeah. nice to have something a bit fresher something also different. so nice with loads of champagne well exactly mm. somebody has said are you new year's eve lovers or haters Hater. We talked about this on the podcast the other day. I think everybody I don't, is there. A, is there such a thing as a New Year's Eve lover? No. I used to be. I definitely used to be. I used to absolutely love it because there was just so much accessibility to friends and everyone was always available. Whereas now, I feel everyone's in such different locations. It's really hard to pin people down, mm. even though you'd think New Year's Eve everyone would be available, but it's just not like that anymore. I so agree. I actually tend to get. A, I don't like. I find it a lot of stress. Mm. New Year's Eve. I feel like I should be out. I quite like the buzz of the New Year's Eve yeah. during the day. But it's got like a weird mm. like kind of energy about it. It's kind of like, oh my God, this is the last day of the year. And yeah, I of, like, You put on the TV and the fireworks are in Australia and you're like, oh my God, I like the day, that kind of like mm. vibe. I so agree with that. Yeah. But the evening. Yeah, but I think the evening's just always such a letdown. I feel like any festival, you know, it's like going into London on, or going into anywhere on Christmas Eve as well. It's like, it, it's like a shared experience, isn't yeah. it? So you know that everybody in the world knows. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I have that on the Jewish festivals as well. It's like, oh, well, you know that every Jew in the world knows it's this yeah. day. So, like, I think it's just to do with that but the actual thing itself like, yeah I'm totally mm. with you but then I also a bit like you were saying I can't do nothing like, I think it's I the worst night ever but I would never do nothing no and it I, stresses we once. me out to do nothing well, so Ben is... falls asleep on, if we sit on the sofa so the, the one year I mean this is like a decade ago but the one year we decided to do nothing he, I just spent it alone I like, woke mm. him up at midnight like hello Kui, it's New Zealand <laughs> so what, um, would you, what would your like normal plans be a dinner party mm. okay. that is easily the only way to do the, the only sane enjoyable way to do New Year's Eve. Yeah. Pre-book your taxis, get your Addison Lees sorted so you don't have to worry about transport and have a big dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, the only sane way to do it personally. Yeah. Having done, I've tried them all. I've tried the clubs, I've tried the restaurants, I've, tra I've tried the house parties. Mm. I'd love to go to a wedding on New Year's Eve. Yes. Mm. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, super fun. Oh, we yeah. did that year before last. Fun. I forgot, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, was was it good? Really, yeah, yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. But I would hate my wedding anniversary to be New Year's Eve, I think. Did you really matter? You don't do much for your anniversary, though, do you? I mean, like you do, but you know. I always think it'd be quite nice because I feel like then just like the pressure was always off of it being about New Year. Mm. Yeah, but then you don't really want a date night every New Year. Well, I said, as I say, I sadly yeah. don't. So somebody has said this Christmas is just going to be my parents and I. What could I do to still make it special? I actually think because of everything that's been going on the last two years, having that time with your family you know if it's a lot of people or a few people is actually really special mm. that sounds really lovely to me mm. yeah as long so as you I, like your parents yeah, yeah i think i think just like relish in Embrace, that and yeah. not try to overcomplicate it i yeah. also think all the traditions still apply whether, whether there's 40 of you or three of you you know yeah. you can still have a glass of champagne in the morning and cook a roast and put on christmas music and watch you send us new all the yeah. those things don't go away just because there's less of it's you it's true agree. and it's the one time of year we always say this where everybody is collectively switching off so mm. i think just embrace it whoever you're with and whatever mm. you're doing yeah yeah on a similar note somebody has for our tips on surviving christmas with family <laughs> with a gritted face emoji christmas isn't that easy for everybody no because of family pressures so if you are having to go home for Christmas and it fills you with dread a little bit, mm. what do you think? Or go to in-laws that you're then, I think not having it with your own family is also quite hard. Yeah, so, yeah again, assuming you like your own family. Yeah, yes. difficult. I think it's about knowing when to take yourself off for some space. And I think it's about, especially if you're a guest, because I mean, uh, we've got a big family and brothers, big personalities. And I do think when you're all back together and you need to adjust and someone's cooking, I think it's about knowing when to remove yourself from the situation. If you need to go for a walk, 
to get out that person's hair then do it and just like carve out a bit of time so you're not constantly on top of each other mm. i guess that's my best advice mm. but maybe don't get too drunk yeah <laughs> i was yeah. gonna say exactly that don't drink too <laughs> yeah much. don't drink too much yeah. and yeah just i think space is key because i think everyone naturally is in each other's pockets aren't they mm. i also think like go for a limited amount of time like mm. you don't have to be there for a week go on christmas eve yeah Le- you can even leave christmas night or leave on boxing you know make plans and make excuses so that you're in and you're out and you don't have to be there for longer than necessary and you know that stops things tipping over it's when everyone spends too much time together completely yeah and it feels forced yeah. exactly exactly okay let's move on to some non-festive chat somebody has asked for your winter skincare heroes oh go on becky if everyone's feeling really actually can I just say really quickly I had a little preview last night of a show segment that's going live it will be live by the time this goes out with Michaela Boulder yes she was talking about putting sheet masks Mm. in the fridge so I did it last night and oh my god I feel so quenched yeah amazing like the best hack ever I felt really coldy yesterday and it it was just the most it was heaven. Mm. It's true because everyone kind of poo-poos sheet masks. And I think obviously they are incredibly bad for the environment. But you can get eco-conscious ones now. You can get biodegradable ones. There are so, so many. And it's such a basic thing. And people don't think they do anything. But they really do provide moisture like nothing mm. else. Well, like- Michaela's point. So that was Michaela's point to Georgie in this show segment. That there's, she said there's basically an entire bottle of serum in one sheet mask. You squeeze so, it. Yeah, squeeze it out. Wow. And she was like, you can't, you can't beat that kind of moisture. Yeah. Wow. And it's like instantly a boost for your skin. You know, it's it's not a bad thing at all. And also she, I saw that she said that we're all super dehydrated. No matter how much you put on your skin, you're incredibly dehydrated. So you've just got to keep layering it. And I recently, I just put it on Beauty Spot. Actually, I discovered the Sarah Chapman Comfort Stress Cream. And it is so good it's heavy heavy but i think if you are suffering with dryness or you feel like you need to switch something out i think it's it's so buttery and lovely i love that cream as well that's what i've got i actually messaged becky last week because i'm not very good at switching up my skincare routine i feel like in the summer i had it like down to a t and i've just continued with the same products but it's just not enough like my skin just feels so tight like around my nose Mm. my forehead my, my chin but if i layer on like too much stuff then it pills and then also if I do something really like an oil-based mm. um cleanser or too thick a moisturizer then I get breakouts yeah I think they say pilling happens when you mix your formulas so it's probably like the oil and the something yeah doesn't agree I still think the same rules apply in terms of keeping it simple and just having a serum and a moisturizer but I do think if your skin is particularly yeah. dry it's just about using something a bit richer so would you say that Sarah Chapman one is like it's, the best I just I just think it's really made a difference to my skin recently and obviously a good hyaluronic acid serum which we were talking about mm. like La Roche mm, is yeah. great and yeah some of the sheet masks out there do check them out because they're so quenching mm. I've Great actually got the out. Sarah Chapman one at Have home, you? so maybe I'll do yeah. that tonight. Oh, it's well, lovely. Put it in the fridge. Mm. Okay. Really comforting. Tor, what do you use? I'm just giving this one to you. Lots of things. <laughs> I, on the Sarah Chapman note, I think, apart from the masks, which are amazing, that her face mist as well, I swear by. Mm. Um, it's, the de- it's the de-stress face mist. It's so oh, good. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Okay. It's like pure hyaluronic acid. It's, ooh, it's really, really good. And you can put that on over your makeup, can't you? Yeah. 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 Throughout the day, it's so yeah. good. And I also, Lumity have a really good face oil. I <laughs> used to be really weird with face oil. I would break out. Since coming off the pill, my skin is really dry. Mm. I, it's amazing. Really? I use it. I literally lather it on every night. Yeah. 
Mm. Great. This is why our jobs are great. So, well, I on a similar note because obviously you've tried Lumity from this. Obviously, isn't an ad, but you've but that's through <laughs> our partnership with them. Correct. So, I've been using the JS Health skincare, which only launched in like mid November, mm. and I swear to God, it is absolutely. Like, I do not. Oh, I'm normally amazing. the same as you, like yeah. where where I start to feel really tight, and it's like you know when you move your forehead and it's yeah. there oh. and it's here. I have no tightness whatsoever. Yeah. There's a vitamin C serum, a vitamin C oil, and a moisturizer, and it, I am obsessed with it. Yeah, like, I, I feel really. I, you might disagree but I feel really glowy under my makeup like I really love it Interesting. I actually thought this morning that your skin looks so yeah, good so all, I, nice. all I have on today is their vitamin C serum and their moisturiser and, and also because you're yeah, using the it. same product it probably is like layering nicely together because really, they're working really, together yeah, and again it's not an ad I just Amazing. love it yeah, yeah. yeah. and I also am <clears throat> a massive massive believer in taking some, like skincare inside out supplements as well yeah. like omegas so 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 good for dry skin do you take omegas Mm-mm. if you suffer from dry skin it might be worth it yeah. you can get like vegan ones bare biology do a really good um vegan uh, omega i was actually reading your um becky's interview with lisa potter dixon oh, on the yeah. site this week which is so good and she says that when she does people's makeup she spends at least 15 minutes on the skincare before mm, she does the makeup yeah. yeah which is and she said actually I, I didn't put this bit in but she said it, that she focuses on face masks not even for the skin necessarily but because it does give you like a moment of calm doesn't oh my god it? Yes. so nice I went to talking a lot about Sarah Chapman today but I went to their clinic a few weeks ago and had one of the speedy facials which mm. they do like downstairs in the clinic and the amount of product that they use you just I came out and just felt so refreshed yeah I also felt like I could only eat healthy things because mm-hmm. my face just felt so like nourished and yeah that made like a massive mm. difference and then did the LED lights at the end Dreamy. so if you're after a little treat mm. so good there to. somebody has asked what would you treat yourself to after finishing a PhD budget maximum a thousand pounds if you want to treat yourself let's forget the PhD thing because actually that's not happening to any of us anytime <laughs> soon um but if you had a thousand pounds to spend to treat yourself what would you get Lou? I would maybe go with jewellery because I feel like jewellery is something that you will wear every day. It won't date. It's not a trend thing. And when you look at it or when you wear it, you will always remind yourself of how you got to it. So I think that's a really nice thing. Mm, really nice. Tor? Gosh, it's just tricky. I can, my, my, my brain is going lots of different directions. Well, I was busy just thinking about what I want to spend a thousand pounds on right now as opposed to yeah. say, actual advice. But that's good. That is very good advice. I mean, in the here and now, I would say the best thousand pounds I spent recently is a Peloton bike. <laughs> did, um, you, did you get one? Yeah. Came on Friday. It. Yeah. It's, I've only used it twice, but yeah, it's seriously good. <laughs> really? I know I'm really late to the party, but I now get the hype. Yeah. So I, if you're into your fitness, you will not regret that. No one isn't obsessed with their Peloton. Like, everyone yeah. who has I don't, one is obsessed exactly, with Exactly. I don't know anyone who has like regretted it. Yeah. No one is like, oh no, I never yeah Mm. yeah becky well i mean i don't know if we're talking about objects but i would say get yourself a weekend away or go somewhere or do do something experience yeah like an experience to celebrate basically if we're tying in with phd that is why i do yeah or if if you work that hard then yeah yeah. reward yourself with Mm. proper break or if you're a foodie do something really special yeah yeah. like a spa yeah Yeah, that's what i was that's what i had in mind yeah oh i think that's a bit of me Mm. that's what i need (laughs) Do a PhD and then we can talk about it. What would you go for, Charlotte? I don't know. All I can think about right now is I really want a rug. I really want a rug. And rugs are, sorry, this is completely off topic. But rugs are so hard. I don't want a high street rug. Like I don't want one from Zara or something. But I also don't have a budget of four grand for a rug. And it's so hard to find something in between. Mm. I'd like to spend like £1,500 on a rug. Mm. But but I can't. Have you looked at Weaver Green? No. They're quite well priced. Thank you. 
it's annoying because it's not cheap. That's not that's that's quite yeah. that's a big sum of mm. money. But then it seems to only get you cheap rugs. It's really weird. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. If anyone's got affordable rug recommendations, weave a green. Weave a green. Have a look. Lou, somebody said what is in Charlotte Lou and Polly's glossier order. I must have I must have said on last week. I don't remember saying it. <laughs> I must have said on the podcast that we did an order. It's, what did you get? It's so strange that uh, uh, we do a lot of online shopping between the three of us. <laughs> but of it. all the things, it's the one thing that we decide to share shipping girls on <laughs> because it's, I don't know why. There's something about that three pounds fifty that we just have to split between. The three of us. I don't know. What that it is. so I random. Admit, I, I've never independently bought anything from Glossier. Yeah. Only, only on a it's so strange. It's so strange. Usually, we do always get heavily involved in those things. I know. Things. I, know. I, do, I do often hear the doing, It's like doing the rounds. Um, <laughs> it included a future due for mm. me, uh, cloud paint for Charlotte in puff, in puff, and boy brow for Polly. Oh. Can I also add that I love the body the shower oil and yes. the body oil so oh nice. my god my skin is so dry and it's really really nice and they've got a really incredible soap that has like beads in so when you mm. use it on your skin it exfoliates mm. a bit it's really nice and it smells like orange blossom and neroli yeah. it smells super expensive it's amazing yeah it's lovely um there's when is their space opening is it open it's open it is open now yeah where is it Covent garden it's Covent garden it looks incredible like, yeah. really big get yourself down there Final question. We could be here all day with this one. Best Christmas chocolate, asks Evie Porter. Let's start with best selection box. My husband, my husband and I had this discussion the other day. It has to be at the top, Heroes. At the bottom, Quality Street. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But, but Quality Street, if we're talking Christmas, mm. Quality Street personifies Christmas. I agree, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but, not, yeah, it's but, not the best, but... Yeah, you... but there's things that, like, tensile personifies Christmas. Doesn't mean it's good. But I actually really like Quality Street. I think okay. for me, I, mean, I, I, like I think Quality, quality Street. Street. Yeah, Heroes aren't Christmas. Cadbury's is not festive. I agree. I love them, but like I don't. They don't fill me with like festive fun. Agreed. Mm. Okay. It's about it's the wrapping for me. You know, yeah. Okay, so you're going for what it means rather than what it tastes like. No, I also like the taste. Yeah. Mm. I love Fair. a strawberry cream. We agree on oh, nothing. I hate a strawberry. I love a strawberry. I love an orange cream. Love as well. an orange oh. cream. Yeah. I was, I was See, actually thinking. Was, was so actually Quality Street would be your number one of taste in terms of selection box. Yeah. Well, for Chris, I just I agree with these two. For Christmas, that is what would prop to mind. Prop, crop. You know what's not festive as well? Celebrations. Yes, they are. No, you can get them it's all year round. round. All quality year round. Uh, you would never eat a quality yeah, street. roses, yeah. but I think roses are less good these days. Yeah, I don't think I've had a roses for years. I haven't seen so roses in a long time. Yeah, roses are Cadbury's chocolate though, and yeah. I would always put mm. Cadbury's chocolate above galaxy and nestle right at the bottom mm. i feel like christmas is sort of about eating things that you wouldn't eat any other time of year mm. like if you break it down brussels sprouts turkey bread and butter but you do know what i mean you don't eat that shit normally yeah bread sauce, i mean like oh i love I think bread you sauce. just have to grin and bear it that is what british christmas is all about <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you if you had to pick a what's your favorite quality streets or oh it, i have quite a few Go on. A green triangle is obviously a classic. Yeah. I have it? a lot of um, time for the purple one. With oh, the, with the, Ooh, with the, the nut, nut in, in the middle. It. Yeah, delish. It's quite That's big. not my favorite. We've um, said that the other day. Yeah, and I love favorite. orange crunch. Love an orange crunch. Yeah, like the fudge as well. The fudge is good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, fudge. like fudge. Yeah, well, there we are. Fudge and the creams. The creams. Yeah, creams for me. Mm. Lou, go on then. You can no. get the heroes. Go on. I feel like I've had this hero shout so many times. <laughs> everyone's bored of it, but number one is a whisper. Again, would not be my. Like, well, how is that? Fair? You could just no, go I'm not buy saying. A no, I'm not saying it's. It's like wow, how festive! Look at this whisper. <laughs> um, but in terms of enjoyment, I I feel like you eat. To your point, you eat so much shit at Christmas. Or there is so much stuff on 
display, which nobody likes, which is such a waste of money mm. and just effort. So I just think eat the things you like. Absolutely. True. Have you seen that Lint or Lindor have bought out like a tub of, yes. the, of the balls? Oh and I went God. to buy it yesterday, but then it was £10. And I was like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put the card back. Oh, your friend for dinner. I bought Bob's Maltese. Oh, sorry, Ferrero Rocher. I feel like that's a very that's festive, festive Christmas. I'm sorry, yeah. but it doesn't get more festive than a Terry chocolate orange. Yeah. Oh, that is yes. That is the epitome. Oh, epitome my God, yes. Would you, yes. Sorry, just going back to the limp balls. Yeah. Obviously, you can't stop no, with them. But would you, would you eat a different flavoured one? No. She can't touch them. No. Why? Why do you like them? Um, because back in the day in one of my old roles, we we did some sort of partnership with Lint and we basically had these massive boxes, like 10 massive boxes filled to the brim with these balls. So you come into work and it'd be like, oh, 10 o'clock. Oh, um, I have a limp ball. Like 11, I have another limp ball. Literally, we just ate them non-stop and I cannot look at another one they, they are actually really sickly have you had, yeah, have you had so a dark sickly. one no and this, I need to get oh, this oh my god the, the, the dark one is so good I'll buy some for the office oh, oh that's little, nice. little treat Tor it's £10 <laughs> yes <laughs> careful, careful. careful. <laughs> maybe see if someone wants to <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, get half. the dark half with you uh, alright I think we'll leave it there only two left this year, guys. Oh, my God. Oh my God. If you've got any questions left for the last two podcasts of the year, then do email podcast at shillux.com or you can look out for the question box that goes live every week on Instagram. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.